Welcome to Australian Hiker. We're your hosts, Tim and Jill Savage. Episode 41 of the Australian Hiker Podcast, our second episode in our series of Hiking with Children and our bonus episode for October 2017. In this week's episode, we've recorded a series of interviews we did where we took our niece and her two sons, aged six and nine, on their first overnight hiking and camping trip. These interviews will show you what it was like from their perspective. And in episode 40, we talked about um, eight steps that uh, you could uh, think about to make the experience more enjoyable. And with those things in mind, um, we were well planned and uh, we did anticipate. Uh, but as it always happens with kids, anything happened and there were moments where we did just have to remember our sense of humour and have a bit of a chuckle. So we hope you enjoy the interviews as we go. Just a couple of final comments from me before we go into the interviews themselves. There's an old saying of never work with animals and children uh, in relation to, t- to TV and to t- entertainment. And you'll actually hear it uh, sometimes where the kids are sort of uh, a bit reticent about uh, speaking to me on microphone. And they tend to be relaxed a bit more by the end of the weekend. Uh, but as a result, this episode will be a bit shorter than our usual uh, uh, approximately 30-minute episodes. The other comment that I would make is that uh, the first series of episodes were recorded at the car park. Uh, unfortunately, it was so windy and there was just nowhere we could get away from the wind. It was seemed to be coming from all directions. So the sound quality is not the best for those first couple of minutes, but I promise you it does get better uh, uh, once we get past that first series of interviews. Good afternoon. It's um, Saturday afternoon, uh, around about uh, 2.15, 2.20. We're just here at um, Mulligan's Flat car park, uh, and we're uh, we're actually uh, about to head up towards the uh, uh, northern campground, which is part of the Centenary Trail, which which we've done uh, uh, reviews, and, uh, uh, and this is a site we actually use to do... Uh, it's, it's a good site for doing overnight walks, uh, you know, when you're first, uh, first starting to walk. So tonight we're actually camping with um, uh, uh, Jill's and my niece Erin and her two sons, uh, Elijah and Archie, uh, and we're just going to have a bit of a chat about, um, get them to introduce themselves and uh, find out what they're thinking about tonight's, tonight's uh, uh, overnight camp. Okay, so this is Erin. Hi, I'm Erin, um, mum of three boys, um, generally pretty active, um, but done a little bit of bushwalking, but I wouldn't say I've ever done any hiking, so really excited to take the boys out to nature, and um, interesting to see how we go carrying our own packs and um, all our bits in to camp the night. Uh, they're pretty excited as well, um, but yeah, it's just a, a great adventure. So just a, just a bit of a follow-up on this one. This is a um, the part two of the um, 
Camping with Kids um, podcast. So this is uh, last week we talked about a bit, of, bit about theory and about how we do things. Uh, and you'll have to forgive the wind. It's sort of, uh, unfortunately, it's a very open sort of car park and we can't really uh, can't really cut a lot of the wind off too, too much. It's, it's picked now and it's sort of come right up. All right, so now we've got uh, Archie. Now, what, uh, if you just want to introduce yourself and tell us how old you are. Hi, I'm Archie. I'm nine years old. I really like eating and playing sports. <laughs> okay, and are, you, and are you looking forward to, to camping tonight? Yes, I am. And have you, ever, have you ever done any overnight camping before? Not really, but I've camped at a zoo. Okay, so that was, uh, that was at a campground, was it? Uh, yeah. Okay, and what are you looking forward to uh, about today? Um, just the camping. Okay. All right. And now we've got um, Elijah. Uh, if you want to introduce yourself and uh, tell us how old you are. Hi, I'm Elijah and I'm six years old and I'm very excited about the hike. Okay. And what are you, what are you looking forward to the most, do you think? Camping. Okay. That's good. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll head off now. Normally, for for Jill and I, if we go through and do this walk, we we're actually a bit loaded up. And if you have, go through and have a look at the photos of this, it's uh, this is probably the first time in about fifteen months that I've carried my my seventy liter pack, uh, and it is well and truly loaded. And as we discussed in last week's episode, you certainly don't try and load, particularly people who are first started or haven't been doing much camping at all, and particularly kids. You don't want to load them up too much. So we're carrying more gear than than Jill and I would normally take, but it's better to have a bit too much and, and keep the weight off the kids. Okay, we'll talk to you a bit later on this afternoon. Again, I must apologise for the sound at the start of that podcast. Uh, it's just one of the, the joys of trying to record outdoors sometimes, and this is probably the worst wind we've had uh, um, uh, in quite a while. The kids, um, uh, if you have a go through and have a look at the photos, as mentioned, we're using their school backpacks. Uh, we didn't want to sort of uh, splurge out, and, and I don't think it's probably advised, uh, advisable to until you know they're going to like the, uh, the the activity of hiking. Uh, and they were used to the backpacks as well, so it was a, it was a good opportunity to, to keep them familiarised with equipment they already knew. They were really only carrying their snacks, uh, their sleeping bag, uh, a, a jumper, and um, uh, also uh, Archie also had a football as well. Uh, and, and a torch. So they, they really didn't have a lot of gear. And I think uh, they're probably only carrying around about sort of four kilos at most. Uh, and, and when you try to introduce kids to hiking, the last thing you want to do is load them up with too much gear. The first part of this walk, it's not overly steep. But again, when for someone who hasn't done any hiking or particularly for young children, uh, this is where we thought we're likely to have problems. Uh, so really, it's the first kilometre is the most difficult part of the whole weekend, and we did have a break up towards the top of the hill. Okay, it's uh, quarter to five. Uh, we're at the northern campground. Took us probably around about an hour and twenty, hour and thirty minutes to get here, which is pretty good. Normally, when Jill do this walk, and I do this walk over here, it probably takes us uh, around about an hour and ten, hour and fifteen minutes. So. Uh, doing it with a, a six-year-old and a nine-year-old is, uh, you know, with packs on is is a pretty good pace. So we've just gone through and uh, uh, set up our tents. Um, uh, it's starting to sort of go into dusk area. We've still got a bit of, probably about another hour of light, but I always like to get the tents set up early. So we're just going to have a bit of a chat to Archie and see how he find found the, the walk over here. 
All right, Archie, how did you go? How did you go? Um, I went well. I liked how we kept walking up mountains and down the mountains. Uh, it's good experience for when you do it when you're older. And did you, was the first bit a bit hard? Uh, the first steep hill was really hard. We had to stop like two times on it because it's really steep, like straight uphill, but not as bad as Coral Cove <laughs> and Hamilton Island. All right. How did you go with uh, setting up the tent? Uh, we went pretty well. It took us about 10 minutes, but um, we had a big tent to set up. And, yeah, it's much harder than it looks. I think Archie's being a bit generous here. It probably took us about 25 minutes. And this is my old tent, which is uh, very windproof because it's got about 18 pegs in it. Uh, and the ground is rock hard. Um, and the, unfortunately, I managed to put uh, put some holes through the rocks with tent pegs. Uh, it gives you an idea of how tough the ground is. But uh, uh, the, the, the one drawback with this site is there's not a lot of flat ground. So unless you want to camp on a slope, uh, really underneath the shelter is, uh, is the best spot for it. Okay, now we've got, uh, now we're talking to Erin again, uh, Archie's and uh, Elijah's mum. So how, how did you find the walk, Erin? Look, I was really surprised. I thought, um, I thought there'd be more complaining than what there was. <laughs> Um, the kids actually did really well. The first part, obviously, a little bit steep, and and with the warm weather, we we did stop a couple of times. But um, if I'm honest, we haven't invested in the right gear. So the kids had makeshift packs on, school backpacks, and and they were a bit uncomfortable for them. And I think that was probably most of the reason for stopping that in the heat. But as I said, their enthusiasm was great. They still said it was fun, and after a minute or two, they were ready to go again. So. Um, Beautiful landscape, particularly coming down into the camp. So it was a, a really enjoyable afternoon. Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks. So as you can see from those last couple of interviews, it was the uh, the first bit, which was what we thought would be the problem with the kids. It was a, a bit bit steep for them, particularly the first time they're carrying packs. Uh, and as as we said, they were carrying their school backpacks, and it does amaze me how large these packs are compared to the size of these kids and what they can actually carry. Um, as mentioned, we didn't like to load them up with weight. It was more about, uh, more about the experience of getting them used to packs. When we got to the top of the hill, we found a flat spot uh, just under some trees, had a bit of a, an afternoon tea break. Uh, the kids had their own snacks, so they got to ration them out and work out what they wanted to eat uh, before we headed off. And certainly from there on, where the ground was pretty much flat and then downhill, they tended to race away. And in fact, uh, from that point on, Archie had been leading uh, up until that point, uh, and then it was Elijah's turn to lead us down to the camp. Uh, he basically got to the uh, the bottom of the camp and then then ran into the campground just because he wanted to be there first. Uh, and again, it's the sort of thing that kids uh, kids like racing and, and challenging each other. So uh, yeah, we, uh, as Aaron said, not as much complaining as we thought, uh, and that's probably a good indication of how the kids are going. If they're complaining all the time, it's probably a good indication they're being pushed a bit too hard. Okay, good morning. It's uh, Sunday morning, um, just at the northern campground on uh, the ACT northern border, uh, camping with uh, our niece Erin and her two sons, Archie and Elijah. And we're just here talking to Elijah and just, uh, sorry, just here talking to uh, Archie first uh, and, and see how he went last night. So, how, how was last night, Archie? Um, it was good. Um, the tents got up very well yesterday. Um, it's very squishy. In the tents, but 
It's worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of a two-man two, two tent, I suppose, with uh, two children and a uh, and an adult. It's probably plenty of space, but uh, kids tend to spread themselves out a bit. So <laughs> uh, I think the, the kids probably had a better sleep than mum did. All right. And uh, do you enjoy yesterday? Uh, yeah, I did. The hike was really good. Um, when we came back into camp, when we came into the camp, um, and we had dinner, it was, the dinner was really nice and we had apple crumble for dessert and played lots of card games. Okay, that's good. Alright, well, just, uh, we're gonna talk to Elijah as well now, are we? Or, uh, we'll see how we go in a minute. Thinking Okay, so we're here talking to Elijah, and Elijah is six, um, so we had a bit of a chat to him earlier yesterday. So, how, how did you sleep last night, Elijah? Um, great. And, um, I had to switch places a couple of times. Mum, mum took up too much room, did she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, did you, and did, you, did you sleep very long, or? Uh, most of the time. All right. And did, did you enjoy yesterday? Yeah, especially putting up the tents. That's good. That's good. Yeah, did you, you, you have a wander around last night with the torches? Uh, you have a not wander, much. Not much? All right. That's good. Thanks very much, Elijah. Okay, now we're going to have a chat to Erin, uh, who's Elijah and Archie's mum. How did, how did you go last night, Erin? Uh, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Um, look, I survived. Um, the kids got some rest. Um, they've woken up with smiles on their faces. Um, they're having lots of fun. So that's what we wanted. Um, I can sleep tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think it's obviously the trick. Have a, have a have a tent that's probably slightly bigger than you need. Not there's not something that's going to uh, fit people that uh, that that can sleep quite comfortably in tents all the time. So uh, they're actually Erin uh, and Archie and Elijah are actually sleeping in one of our older tents, which is a front entry tent, which is not our favourite type of tent. Um, and uh, again, when you've got three people in there, particularly two two boys, they tend to be a bit fidgety, so it's a bit hard for the adults to get some sleep. Yeah, but that's okay. That's all part of it. Um, wasn't wasn't too bad to be honest. Um, they got some sleep, so. Um yeah, all in all, having fun. Okay, good. Okay, thanks very much. We'll talk later. What you didn't hear out of that process uh, was, a, was a couple of things. Uh, you know, Archie was saying they, they enjoyed the dinner. Um, and I think this is the hard thing probably for me as an adult. I chose food which I really liked. Uh, I did ask the kids whether they like Mexican food. Uh, what I forgot to ask is to ask them if they like spicy Mexican food, uh, which is the answer to that was no. So they didn't really enjoy the um, the spicy Mexican nachos that I brought. Uh, they did enjoy the apple pie, though. Uh, that, was a, that was a hit, and it was just lucky they had plenty of snacks. Uh, and I think when you're introducing kids to overnight camping, it probably is worthwhile trying them out with the food you plan on uh, on giving them. Uh, and if it's something you're, you're only doing is adding water and, and heating up uh, a meal they have at home, that's fine. But if it's something totally new, like like camping, uh, freeze-dried camping meals, it's definitely worthwhile giving that a try out first.
as you can hear from Erin's uh, conversation there, she probably didn't have a, a particularly good sleep. Uh, and I think that was partly, again, trying to get two boys and an adult into a reasonable-sized two-man tent. Uh, they started off with Elijah, who's fairly small, sleeping across the, the foot of the tent. Um, but Elijah wasn't too happy with that, wanted to sleep the same way as his brother. So mum, who's a you know, an average size adult, you know, uh, mid five foot in height, uh, ended up sleeping or at least to start with across the bottom of the tent. So I don't know how she quite managed that one. She did say that once she had actually, uh, uh, once the boys had actually gotten to sleep, she actually wormed away through and shoved the, the feet up to the tent. So they just needed a bit of a time to sort of fall asleep. Uh, but I think certainly kids will sleep in just about anywhere, whereas adults just take a bit longer to get used to. Okay, it's um, around about uh, 9.40, so we've just made it back to the car park. Probably took us around about an hour and 10 minutes to get back, a much quicker sort of trip, which is to be expected on this walk. Um, the valley we were camping in is, is a higher altitude than the, the car park, so all the work was going up yesterday. So we're just uh, east here talking to Archie, just to see what he thought of uh, yesterday's walk and um, uh, overnight and on the weekend. Okay, Archie, how, did, how, did, how was the trip back? Um, I reckon the trip back was much better than the trip there because um, when we were going there, we had to stop a couple of times. Coming back, we didn't have to stop at all. Um, all when we were camping, it was good to go. For, I had, this was my first time hiking and camping at a proper campsite, so it's really fun. Okay, so would you like to do it again? Of course I will. Okay. Is there anything you didn't like about it? No. Okay, that's good. Okay, thanks for that, Archie. We'll, uh, and we'll go on and have a talk in a minute to uh, Archie's brother, Elijah. Won't be a moment. Okay, and now I've got Elijah, which is Archie's uh, younger brother. Uh, and how did you find today, uh, Elijah? Um, brilliant. That's good. And, do you, and, and did you, would you like to do it again? Uh... Yeah, I definitely want to um do it again. Okay, and what what did you like most about it? Um, coming down. Okay, and what what did you like least about the, the yesterday and today? Uh, walking up. Yeah, the the, the the uphill bit's a bit hard, particularly for someone your size. We're carrying a pack, but uh, uh, you did pretty well on that. You you did, you did the walk there and back really easily. Yeah. Well done. Okay, thanks, Elijah. Okay, now we've got um, Archie and Elijah's mum, Erin. So how did you find today, Erin? Uh, yeah, really good, really good. Great day, a bit cooler today. Um, yeah, I think after, after having 29 degrees yesterday, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's a bit windier and definitely a bit cooler. So. Yeah, but I think that was a bit easier for the kids too and obviously hiking back down, um, slight up, uphill incline from the camp area, but the kids managed that really well and, um, yeah, they stormed through it. So how do you think they enjoyed it overall? Yeah, I think they've had a fabulous time. Um, they've already said a couple of things about when are we going to go next. So, um, you know, I think a really positive weekend um, and a big thanks to both you and Jill because it made it so much easier um, being a first-time uh, hiker and camper, having you guys to help us out. All right. No worries. Thanks very much, Erin. Thanks. Thanks. 
All right, so we hope you enjoyed those uh, sound bites from our weekend worth of camping. Um, I must admit, it's um, it's one thing getting kids out hiking and camping. It's another thing trying to convince them to talk in front of a microphone. Uh, we had very success through that with the, the two kids we had on the weekend. So you'll often you'll hear you will have noticed that you hear more from the older older boy rather than the younger one. Though we did get Elijah to talk a little bit, and at the end, um, he was very enthusiastic and very willing to have a chat. Um, I hope you get a sense of their uh, excitement um, and their interest along the way. Um, we were hopeful, but you know, we n- never e- expected the extent to which they were, they were going to enjoy the experience and the extent to which that they were keen to learn and to uh, help out when we were, particularly when we were setting up camp. I must admit, I mean, learning experiences for for us, and and certainly we did learn from uh, uh, as adults from this trip. And the biggest takeaway from me is how physically demanding two young boys can be over a weekend. <laughs> I've done hikes of over 50 kilometres in a day, and in all honesty, I think that's actually easier than hiking with children. (laughs) So I I applaud those that take kids out camping. Um, And, you know, those of you that have got young kids, uh, it's been a while since we've we've had to deal with young children, uh, and certainly it's sort of – it was a a bit of a learning curve for us in that respect. Though the upshot was they had a great time and uh, they're still talking about it and uh, keep asking, when are they going to go again? One thing we did mention in uh, in our last week's episode was the importance, for particularly for young boys, of toilet humour. Um, this kept them amused no end. This, the site we uh, actually picked was the Northern Campground, which we've used and talked about in previous episodes. And one of the reasons we picked this was, apart from the fact that the site actually had uh, a shelters, uh, both for tents and for uh, for eating, it also had a a long drop toilet, which is the um, the composting type toilets that are, that are common throughout Australian sites. Uh, this is the first time these two young boys had ever seen one of these before, uh, and they were fascinated by it, which kept them kept them amused no end for the weekend. Uh, and amused, amused with everybody who went into the toilet. Let me tell you. <laughs> anyway, there's a photo on the website that that basically a picture tells a thousand words. And I think um, one of the other things, I mean, we went through and discussed about things that are keeping kids actively involved. And, and it really did surprise me. I must admit, I had expectations about what kids would like or, or, or like to be involved with over the weekend. And I had a preconception that setting up the stove and cooking would be one of those sort of things that the kids or the two boys would be really interested in. And it did surprise me that the thing they really wanted to be involved with was filtering the water. The water on the site we used, it's recommended not to drink. Uh, and partly because it's a rural area and you've got a lot of birds and animals crawling across the roof. So I do tend to filter the water, not just on this hike, but on all hikes. And the boys were particularly keen. And by the end of the weekend, we had them filtering the water for us. So that did surprise me in that respect. The other thing that also surprised me, again, is keeping in mind what kids are particularly interested in. There were two things that uh, that I noticed over the weekend 
they uh, borrowed our torches, uh, headlights, and and went wandering around the paddock, uh, keeping themselves quite amused, but you know, still within sight of where we could see them. And um, we noticed that um, when we went for a walk, there were a lot of what appeared to be green iridescent sort of uh, sparkles on the lawn, and realised that it was actually uh, spiders' eyes that were being reflected in the torchlight. So once we pointed this out, that kept them busy for quite a while, searching over the paddock to try and find spiders that were on the lawn. Well, when I say lawn, I say uh, uh, mown, mown grass, which is probably the best thing we can sort of talk about. The other thing, as I mentioned, I have an interest in doing macro photography. So finding small wildflowers and small things to, to, to take photos of. And once I'd sort of pointed one out, the kids were quite keen to find other things for me to take photos of. So again, giving them something that uh, they can sort of look out, look for and find out was quite a, a good sort of process there. As mentioned, I think Jill and I found this just as much a learning experience as the boys and, and Aaron did. Uh, and for us, it's been many years since we've had to, to deal with young children. Um, and um, it's uh, uh, it was certainly a very tiring weekend, particularly for me, as I mentioned. I, I'm quite happy to do long hiking days, but looking after young boys is, is very physically demanding. Um, we hopefully will do another hike in the next couple of months uh, and this time probably pick somewhere where we've got a uh, a bit flatter ground where we don't necessarily have to hike in so we can bring their young, much younger brother who wouldn't have been able to do this hike or couldn't do this hike and bring dad along as well. Just make a bit more of a family process of it. Um, as mentioned, when you're thinking about hiking with kids, you've got to think about what it's like from their perspective. So from from your perspective as an adult, the hike may not be the most exciting thing in the world. You've done it a hundred times before. There's nothing to interest you. But think about it from the kids' point of view. Uh, try and find things that are, are going to make them enthused about coming along another time. Uh, and it's also it's a way of, of keeping an eye on things that you hadn't even thought about. So as I mentioned, um, all the little green sparkles on the on the, the, the grass area, which tend, ended up being spider's eyes, I'd done this area a number of times before and never noticed this. It was only because I was looking at things for the kids that I tended to pick this up. So as I said, learning experience for me as well. Okay, that's all for this week's episode. We hope you've enjoyed. Next week, we're back to our regular fortnightly episode and we're going to be talking about some hazards on the trail, specifically snakes, ticks and spiders and how to avoid them or at least minimise the impact they can have on you. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. As usual, it can be downloaded from SoundCloud through our website, through Stitcher Radio, uh, or through iTunes. If you have time, please go through and rate us on iTunes to help get the message out there. That's all for me. Bye for now. And bye from me.